The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Check, check, check. One, two, one to the two, one to the two, 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 two. Hey, Scotty, what's up? I'm coming back. Oh, got a toot. Hold on. The audio fun bag is brought to you by Responsibly Vodka and Norman's Electronics. And now we kick it. Welcome back to the audio fun bag. Lowson Hoyt. Also, Matt Lear taking care of us on the other side of the glass. We will take you up to 8 o'clock. ESPN Radio will have Home Run Derby at 8 o'clock. So you can check that out. You can also tap the app to keep uh, keep hanging out with us. And this is the soft opening, right? It is. How does it feel to be a babysitter of a grown man, by the way? Because that's basically your job on this show. What do you think I've been doing for the better part of a decade around here? I understand, but now you, it's on a think, mic. It's you, not just over at the bar across you, the street. You think Chuck is an adult? Oh, that's true. <laughs> you think You think Buck and John... Or Matt, or adults. I already joke around about it. You're Matt's familiar. You know what that means, right? You're you're his you're his vampire toy. Like he uses you for all this sort of stuff. Things that he can't do, like go out in the sunlight. He uses you. You're his familiar. He does, but he means it out of love. All of it. Isn't that what you say when you're in like a terrible relationship? You just justify it to yourself. He'll love. He'll love me. He just loves me. That's, he, just, he just loves that's me. That's all I, I continue and, to search and for. And the whole time, all your girlfriends are like, "No, he doesn't. No." <laughs> He doesn't love you at all. That's what my wife says, actually. So yeah. I hope I hope things are going well. I hope you're enjoying the uh, the maiden voyage of the show as we get things going this week. We will be in this time slot moving forward. Uh, the remainder of this week, Braves baseball will knock us off on Friday, and then we're sporadic. It's just uh, when the Braves are not on, we're on. And then when the Braves season's over, then we're back on. And that'll be most of football season from what I understand. We've already been sold to do Thursday night football out with the peoples. Yeah, my wife is not going to like that. I don't think. I'll just say that my wife kind of went, all right, well, you two behave, because we used to have an endorsement. You remember what we used to do? Uh-huh. We used to do Tilted Kilt every Thursday night, and you and I would go out for all of these games. And sometimes it was Saturday, because we did, like, a Georgia-Auburn game. Where yeah, we did the girly return game. Right. Every single time... I would come home, and there might be a little bit of a buzz, but I'd bring wings. My wife, my wife goes... I don't understand why you continue to do this. You're getting paid X amount of dollars to go out to this event, but yet you spend a hundred more than you just made. So actually it's a net loss for us, Hoyt. So stop doing that. The funny thing that you would be doing, and a lot of this was over at sports and social, and hopefully we'll throw something together for for college football season there on Saturdays, because we always love supporting them. And now that they're back and running and operational, definitely want to get involved with them again. We would end the show and then we would start a different show, which was, Let's enjoy this game, and you and I would end up spending nearly every dollar we got to show up there. Lisa was like, you did an eight-hour show today? I'm like, yes, yes honey. Yes, it was, I did. It was a gauntlet of a show, but you know what? I sucked it up, and I did it for the station. And the entire time, a home team would be like, you guys are nuts. Like, yeah, but that was, that was the fun of what we were doing at that point. It all worked out very, very well. So from what I understand, you were saying that I need to avoid a trap that many of the other hosts and many other shows happen to have that they run into. I have to burp. (laughs) 
We normally <laughs> we normally edit this out of the podcast. No, we typically play everything as you like take down another giant sip of monster, and you're like, oh, now I have to burp. I'm trying to get it to go down. Has your has your pit situation improved? Yes. Yeah, I, has it calmed down? Because now that it's not. <laughs> 80 degrees in this room anymore. I need to apologize to Steak for any burp I ever played because one's going to happen. Anyways, <laughs> yes, radio hosts, whether you want to call it a crutch or anything else, they, they fall they fall into particular areas where they, they tend to return back. Deja vu all over again, over again, over again. John Kincaid worked Bucking Kincaid. How did he start every show, Los? By announcing the number of the show, and that was in reference to... Mike Thompson. The former programming director here at The Fan basically told them, you guys won't last longer than two weeks unless you do this. And so he would start counting the shows to mock Thompson. And that's how every show started. How does Chernoff end every single show? Good night now. Good night now. Every single time. We had Mark Zinno. Everybody knows Zinn. Zinn would always start a show. Basically, here, let me get in my Zinno. <sighs> Good afternoon and welcome into A to Z with Mark Zinno, where today we'll talk about why the Braves will be sellers at the deadline or they will find themselves in the cellar of the NL East. I know how he would end his shows, which was with being insulted by you and I and Matt and Chuck on a regular basis. That would always happen, but everybody's (laughs) got these cliches or these things they always do. And I, I bring that up because I'm very curious how you're going to start our show every single time. Like, do you start with... Welcome into the audio fun. Here's how you started our podcast. Do you know how? Yeah. Go ahead. I would always start it off with <clears throat> chapter 30, whatever of the audio fun bag, all brought to you by Norman's, Norman's Electronics and Hard Ice Vodka Freezies. Yes, every single one of them would start exactly that way. Every single time. And so I've been doing radio for a very, very long time. I did it before I ever worked at the fan. I just listened to radio. That was longer. Okay, yes. My point is, now I'm actually doing radio. I'm on this side, so I'm very curious which trap you're going to fall into. So can, can I can I make a suggestion yeah, real ahead. quick? Because I've been going back and forth with this. The idea is that if I don't establish any of this stuff... No, you have to. Then you and I are very organic in how we start a show. No, you have to. I'm telling you, it's a rule of radio. But uh, for years, I used to listen to The Hardline in Dallas... And Mike Reiner always had the same open for 25 years of things he would say. And it grew to be a comfort that like, good, everybody's here. Now the show can begin. And so I'm kind of wrestling between the two. Okay, let me give you an example. So we start every morning at six o'clock with what show on the air? That would be the front row. The front row until next week. And then it's the locker room. Then the locker room. But it's John Michaels. John Michaels every single time will say, and a good Tuesday morning to you. And then he will list off who's on the show. How do I know that? Take a listen. And a good Thursday morning to you. It is the front row. John Michaels, Brian Finneran, Dan Matthews, Sean Nerney, Big John Radcliffe. Do it again. Friday morning to you. It is the front row. John Michaels, Brian Finneran, Sean Nerney, Big John Radcliffe, Dan Matthews in the building. Another one. Monday morning to you. It is the front row. John Michaels, Brian Finneran, Dan Matthews, Sean Nerney, John Radcliffe. The band is back together in studio. It's like Groundhog Day. And a good. But isn't it comforting? Is it? Or is it just a crutch? Every single time it's the exact same way that he comes in. It's so weird to me. But so much of what everything about radio is is redundancy. Because there's a comfort level with it of, of saying... I know what I'm going to get when I tune in to where when you hear something different, you go, what is that? 
I want it to be mixed up. I want it to be mixed up. I don't want this to be a marriage, basically. I want to mix it up every once in a while. See, this Not the same thing, repetitive, night in, night out. I think you have it incorrect. Spice this thing up, baby. While being with the same woman on a night in, night out basis can get a little bit redundant to some dudes, in radio it's different. We want the redundancy. Like, we're comforted by the redundancy. Our boy home team. Okay. Home team in Hamilton. He has the same thing. He will start off every single day by saying, and a good Monday morning to you, and a good Tuesday morning to you, and he will always list the time. Take a listen. Good Wednesday morning. It is 9 o'clock. Here's it is time. time for the home team in Hamilton show here on the fan. 680-93.7 FM. Good Thursday morning. <laughs> it is 9.30. It is time for the home team in Hamilton show here on the fan. 680-93.7 FM. Do it again. Good Friday morning. Every it's time. 9 but that's comforting to me. Hamilton show I know who I'm listening to, and I know what time it is then, because there are days when I wake up and I go, I don't know what time it is. Yeah, you do. Look at your watch or your iPhone or every clock we have around us. You're in a car at that point. I'm a home team P1. If he tells me what time it is and what the show is, I'm comforted by that. Speaking of crutches, all right, let's slide over then to Buck and Hut. Hut runs point on that. He will bring up in the first 10 seconds every single time the T-Mobile app and to listen on the app. So listen for Hudson and see what you see if you can figure this one out. And Buck and Hut, shift change here on the fan. We get you going right here. One o'clock on the fan in that fan T-Mobile app. And Buck and Hut, we're off and rolling on this Tuesday here on the fan. We appreciate you making Buck and Hut a part of your daily plans and your plans today to join us. You got that 6A, the fan T-Mobile app. Again, Buck and Hut gets you going in the lunchtime hour on this (laughs) Tuesday. We appreciate you making plans to join us. Here it comes. Multiple different ways to stay involved with the show. That's 6A, the fan T-Mobile app. (laughs) Buck and Hut gets you going here in the lunchtime hour. At least he gets it taken care of. He does, but it's the same thing every Okay, it's like you, how do you start off your sports pages, and how does everybody know that Los is about to do a sports page? Good afternoon. I'm Carlos Medina. Every single yeah, time. Every single time. I, I, <laughs> so you're comforted by knowing that when it's somebody else, you go, okay, that it's somebody different. And so it, if I was to start off a sports page by, like, the music hits, and I just go, like, what up, bitches? Like, you, you would stop. <laughs> that would be the best sports page <laughs> you, ever. And I've only done this one time. Do you remember that one guy who worked down the street uh-huh. who had sports pages that sounded like riddles? Okay? Yeah, the bee's knees will take and the it the bee's on. knees, he's going to make the play down the field, and, oh, he's going to do the dipsy-doo dunkaroo. <laughs> one time, and only one time, have I ever decided to write a sports page that I recorded like that, and y'all died laughing, and it was something where I realized I can never do that again, or if I do it, it's like once a decade. I, you just can't do it on a regular basis. So when it happens, it's magic. As I'm breaking these all down last night, going through the audio, here is my favorite. Is this Nick and Chris or Cellini and Domino or Domino and Cellini? What is Have the name of the show? That? Yeah, no. It's either Nick and Chris or Cellini and Domino, right? They've only been in the market for like 17 years. Man, today they were Team Italy. Yeah, they were. Did you see Nick's shirt? Yeah, he actually had the Italia shirt on. Like the only way he could have been more Italian if he had like the Mario mustache going. <laughs> the only, the only thing that kept we cracking won. me up. Whoa, we won. The, the part that cracked me up is when he asked for your favorite Italian. I was like Olive Garden. He's like the entire thing. <laughs> okay, so Nick does five things, and I'm gonna let this one play out. And this is 50 seconds. And I know we're not supposed to do that on radio. This is 50 seconds, but I promise you, Nick will do all five of these things in the first 10 seconds. He will name the time, okay? Time. 
He will name the show. Time, show. He will name the station. Station. The day that it is, Thursday, Wednesday. Yeah, when you hear Nick and Chris tomorrow, listen for all these. And finally, he will thank the listeners for listening. You got those five? Time, show, station, the day, and the thank you. Everybody play along at home and see if you can identify it. to Domino and Cellini on a Tuesday. We appreciate you taking the time to listen. Lebanon 1 on a Friday morning into the afternoon. <laughs> Domino, Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Thanks. Lebanon 2, Domino, Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM on a Thursday morning into the afternoon. Thanks, as always, for taking the time to listen. You got options. Two, you're on a Wednesday I don't know why you got to mess with my people, man. Afternoon. <laughs> so you're telling me you don't want the comfort of a consistent open. You, you don't want me to address this the same way all the time. You want me to start off by... He's still going. He's still giving us the time. I do like the noon noon on Friday when he always does his FM DJ and, and cocaine you know, bit. That's funny to me every time. And it's different every it's time. Different every time it's different every time. I like the spice. That's what I want. I want the spice. All right, before we go to break, let's jo- uh, take one quick phone call here. Let's go on out to Mark. Mark, you're right here on the audio fun bag on the fan. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? Good, man. Good. Just want to say really quickly, this is already the uh, best sports radio show in the entire Southeast. Hoyt is hilarious and relatable, and his sidekick is not bad either. I appreciate that call, Mark. Thank you very much. And hey, thank you for listening. And like I said, we'll keep trying to. to Put together some weird shows for you. The best part is we got a write-up in some article on Barrett Media or whatever it was. Yeah. What was the one thing I got excited about? Not that the audio fun bag will be starting from 6 to 8. What was the no, one thing I got most excited about? You said your your only goal was that they would name you first in the show. And they did with Brian and I, Hoyt and Carlos Medina. And I didn't have a problem with that because, <laughs> again, you're always the guy that when they do these these media tournaments – you always win because you always go to the Georgia fan pages and you're like, I need y'all to vote, vote for Brian Hoyt. No, I don't. You need, to, you need to vote for Hoyt. I send my minions to tell them. Yes, I don't mean. actually do it. I send my minions to do my work. And that's what they end up doing. All right, so I'll try and not have Mix it up every time. Thing. Variety. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I, for the whole week, I'll come up with something different all the time because you're right. I do the same thing on the podcast because it's comforting for the podcast audience. 717 here on the Fan Audio Fun Bag. It's Monday. Is that what you're supposed to do in radio? You want to give the time and temp? Thank you. <laughs> all right, coming up next on Monday at 7-something. Uh, it's not a question if we want to go. It's a question if we're two favorite college football superheroes will be allowed to go. That's coming up next right here on the Audio Fun Bag on the Fan. What you know about rolling down in the deep when your brain goes numb, you can call that mental freeze when these people talk too much, put it in slow. I'm not talking until you're back. I tried. I really did try. Audio fun bag. I was standing outside wondering, will he bring us back? No, will he face his greatest fear? No, anyone, I'm not going to. If anyone who's listened to the podcast in the past, Hoyt's talked about the story there. There was a show that we did probably about four years ago. It was for March Madness at a bar, I believe. We were doing it. was a Saturday morning show that we were doing together. And I called you up and said, I just got out the door. It says 10.04. And we were starting at 10 a.m. And so you basically started just kind of like now, like the sweats began. And you were, your entire thing was you kept yelling down line to whoever was on the board that day. 
I'm not going to talk. You better keep running promos. And I was fortunate. I beat Waze. I got there at 9.58. I walked in the door. And what was the first thing out of your mouth? Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God. At some point, you are going to have to like bring us back from a break and stuff. Nope. Not what I get paid for. You know what I get paid for? To be Chuck Oliver. Not like, actually, I'm not going to give you good information. You mean anything. like you're on scholarship? You're just kind of here to hang out? <laughs> Basically. That, it's, it's no lie. The the show elves, which are you, me, and Matt, basically put it together, and then Chuck comes down for Christmas. He's just like, oh, what did, what is this that you made? Oh, it's a magic. It always shows up every day. And that's how I'm going to treat this. Oh, we're back from break, and someone brought us back. And Hoyt, you can start talking now. That's how I'm going to treat this. It's audio fun bag with Los and Hoyt coming up in about five minutes. We will talk about how this sport's going to be fine. It's not that big of a deal. And then in a little bit uh, longer, about ten minutes, we will... Follow the science. Follow the science. Which is one of our favorite segments we plan on doing. It's very important that we do it. But right now, so SEC Media Days is one week away. And I've now been getting the questions. Are you guys thinking about going? And we've made the trip in the past. And it's a little bit different this time around. You've always made the trip. I've tagged along, I think, two years. I think so. And you've done it where you stayed in... (laughs) So here's the deal. Yeah, where did I stay? Where did I sleep exactly, Lowe's? Matt and Chuck would get their own room. Of course they do, because they're talents. Adam Gillespie and I would would share a room. Because you're not talents. And then you would sleep in the middle. You would sleep in the crevice between the two beds. If you know a hotel room when it's got those two queen beds, two probably. Two queen beds, yeah. Then it's got a nightstand that shares, and Hoy would just blow up an air mattress. Take a little pillow. And sleep right there. Or I'd make myself a pallet. Did you call it a pallet back in the day? Make yourself a little pallet, and you lay down, and you just kind of pass out there. He found some stuff to put together. He was like a Spartan. He was just like laying stuff on the ground, and then he would just lay on it. And so that's how he was covering SEC Media Days. Go to YouTube. Search Hoyt SEC Media Days. You'll see the video of everything he put together, including I think Chuck got really mad at you on one of them. He did. The second year that I went, and this is why I don't think it's a good idea to go, do you remember something that just happened at the Galleria that year? Yeah, they had had a shooting there. Yeah, and so when I started messing with just were, people in the mall. You were asking man-on-the-street questions, and I think security got involved. Not only security, like the manager of the entire Galleria ended up getting involved and escorted me all the way back, is it the Winfrey? Yeah. To the Winfrey Hotel and asked me to not come back on premises. So that basically made it to where you got in a little bit of a trouble. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Uh, well, people were were very... On edge? On edge and very tense in there. So somebody who was in there clearly not shopping but looking to do something weird... Again, you had one of the biggest media events that was going on in the hotel. Why wouldn't you think that there would be media people doing media things there? And on top of it, you've got guys, when Lord Saban shows up, they're wearing their roll tide rings. They're much crazier, yes. Exactly. I'm not the one that looks like he's going to do something. It's those people. Go talk to them. Go talk to the gumps. Don't talk to me. Yeah, they're SEC Al-Qaeda. Like, you just look at them (laughs) like they're going to do something crazy because they are crazy. But for some reason, they stand behind the velvet rope like they're supposed to. They never, they have yet to break through the velvet rope. Like cattle. Just sit there. <laughs> All of a sudden, one gets through it. Oh, no, here they come. So the question becomes, because the karaoke night is Wednesday, do we look to do the show and then drive there for karaoke and stay and then come back in the morning? And do we, because we were already talking about this with a friend of ours. We're talking about Charlotte. We've got to find somewhere to do the show there on, on the Friday before the game. And then we have to figure out a way into the stadium. Oh, press credentials. You already know that. That's what I'm rolling with. I just don't know if it's the same as it's been in the past where they've. it was much easier to get press credentials pre-COVID. Agreed. 
And so now it seems like they've made a concerted effort to limit the amount of credentials per game for a lot of games. I think the station will not be sending. It's not like the game is in the bends. That's obviously Alabama and Miami. Right. And, and always it's either Chuck or, or Buck, Buck that ends up with it. There's a pecking order, and I get that. But neither one of them are going to go up to Charlotte. So you know what that means? You and me, baby. And if it comes down to just one of us, just me, baby. <laughs> you're <laughs> telling you me can, you're willing to leave me behind? And you, you can sell another one of your father's. Your dad passed away, and you sold his favorite baseball card just so you could get into South Bend. One pops his listing, and he did not pass. <laughs> and he did not give me the baseball card. That was some. The, the, the ticket was so expensive for Notre Dame that the only way I could justify it in my mind was selling away your dead father's favorite baseball card. Two cards. Oh, you had to get two. Two of his favorite cards. Two cards that I think got me about $275. That got you home. Maybe $300. Okay. Because the ticket, um, my wife is, no, there's no way my wife is listening. She's in Vegas. It was over 700 bucks. Yeah. So good news. For one. Get in the stadium right now. I believe I looked this morning. It's 279 to get in. That's, you know, probably nosebleeds and everything else. But to get in, 279 that's not bad. That's not a bad price for, we've spent more. Like, I've spent. That's probably your dad's fifth favorite card. Sorry, Pops. I've got to give away your Honus <laughs> Wagner. I had, I had to sell your Ty Cobb so I could go to the game. It was a big game, Dad. But, yes, I think we're going to that one. SEC Media Days, I don't know how we can swing lesbian karaoke right. and then a drive back the next morning. Which, by the way, the uh, locals at the bar call it that because for years that was where the group of ladies would show up. And then, Oh, yeah, I'm not meaning to be derogatory no, when that's I say what, that's that. That's what the whole – everybody there refers to it as that, including the women that take part. It then became media karaoke where the media took over – and suddenly you had all these guys from like SEC Network and everywhere else that realized, wait, maybe Los and Barrett Salih are onto something. This really is cool. I will say about Charlotte, I think it's going to, if you missed out on Chicago, if you missed out on South Bend, what did we do, Vandy in 2019? I think Charlotte is going to be one of the biggest parties we've ever seen. And if you miss those two, then you're probably going to want to be there for this one. And I only say that because been a year and a half since we got to see our friends our people the, the the guys that you grow up knowing because they're one row down in front of you and you talk to them six or seven home games a year you finally get to see them for the first time so i think it's going to be a party that you've never seen out of georgia fans on the road the chicago party was incredible but that was an organic thing that was everybody no, just kind of coming together we had put it out there that this is where we were going to be we lined out the bar ahead of time and then we told everybody what what was surprising is how overwhelmed the bar got. But I say it was organic because nobody else in Wrigleyville opened up except for this one bar that yep. we were broadcasting at. So they got overwhelmed. That's organic. That that just so happened. Charlotte's going to be ready for this. Charlotte's going to be open. I don't even know if there's like a Broadway there or anything else where their bars are. Well, we've been suggested a couple different places to do the thing from. And, okay, and if, tweet and, us. And, we'll do it from there. I and then care. if we just get it out to the message boards, at that point, people will show up. <laughs> don't give away my secrets. And, and the other thing, too, I've already heard that the Nashville thing is back in the works. Yeah. This time it is sales supported. Yeah. So we might end up, you and I, on that stage in Nashville doing the show, which is kind of cool. It's going to fail now that it's sales supported. You know that, right? Listen, they made a couple bucks last time. <laughs> they were happy. <laughs> we were the ones that were like, y'all got involved. Because that's the thing. Chicago was all funded by, by you and I. And Frank Duffy. And Frank Duffy. <laughs> Thanks, Frank.
came through. I had to sleep on another air mattress there. <laughs> it just so happened his air mattress pulled out. You have no shame about that. I, I don't. I, I Why would you, you? My comfort level now has become I want to be more comfortable as I've gotten older and going to these these games. Baby, this is about going Spartan at this point. No, you have I, to be there no matter what. Like you and I shared a room our wives shared it too in Vegas because that's what you do. You just you figure it out. That's how I've always Lear don't make that face. We didn't do anything like that. Yeah, and then he got me sick. I did get you sick. He shows up. He walks in the door. New Year's Vegas, Eve. New, New Year's, Year's Eve, Eve 8 o'clock. And goes, hey, I just want to let y'all know, I just got over having the flu, but I'm fine now. And I was <laughs> like, okay, that sounds good. I think by, let's see, the day after the Rose Bowl, I thought I was just hung over because I'm like, I feel awful. Like This isn't good. By the next day, I'm laying on the floor. I had to fly from Vegas to Chicago to Atlanta. Oh, you can't even go direct. You're so poor. Well, you know how that trip was. If you wanted to try and fly direct, it was like three grand. Speaking of Spartan, that entire trip was Spartan, Spartan yes. for every Georgia fan. Well, I flew into Vegas and then and then I San drove Diego on a truck and then drove yeah, yeah hitchhiked on a truck my way up to Pasadena. Yeah, I was like Pee Wee Herman. Okay, that's what I was doing. <laughs> I was just trying to get to the Alamo. No, it was like Home Alone. She's trying to get home to Kevin. I'm with the polka band. That's, <laughs> polka polka polka. That's, you don't remember polka polka polka? Yeah. <laughs> And so, so I'm laying on the ground at the O'Hare airport. It's two degrees outside because that was the only way I could get my temperature down. You got me that sick from the flu. And that was also the year I'd gotten the flu shot and Chuck and turn off for, well, why'd you get sick? You got the flu shot. I go, it didn't cover that strain. No, you don't know what you're talking about. Then the CDC comes out like two months later. Yeah. Hey, it's like 20% effective. We totally mismanaged the strain thing here. So yeah, that was that trip. Get that off your chest. You feel better now? I feel a little bit better now. Let me bring this up with you because I've heard this this narrative, and I don't believe in it. So the UFC fight over the weekend saw Conor McGregor, who I think we can all say, biggest star in the sport, gets cracked again. No, no, no. Uh, he didn't get cracked. No, he, he folded in half. His folded ankle in half. folded in half if you didn't see it. And the leg is completely dead. <laughs> That's perfect. It was the same thing. And the funny part was, of course, he was talking about you know, sending Poirier out on a stretcher. Ironically, he went out on a stretcher. <laughs> so I, I bring that up because then you had a lot of people that were like, well, it's going to really hurt the sport. You know, there's, there's not going to be anybody who's going to step up. What I would say is this. He brought in a lot of common fans. I was not one of them. I kind of came to it because of the panic, because there was nothing else to watch. Yep. Saturday night, Fight Island. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give the sport a try and learn about it. There's enough stuff out there. That I never needed Conor McGregor. In fact, I I was I never watched before a Conor McGregor fight, and I watched for what eight months or a year before Conor ever fought anybody. Like I fell in love with the sport that way, and so just because their biggest guy, who's the biggest showman, not the best fighter, goes down, thank you. I don't think it really hurts that sport as much as some people are trying to make it out to who just aren't fans of the of the sport. They. He gets the audience in, and once you're in, it's the idea of the sport itself will hook you. And you you did yeah. that for me. You, mm-hmm. Hey, you want to come over and watch this? I'm not really into it. I kind of gave up on boxing years and years and years ago. And by the way, the UFC, I want to call it UCF every time. The <laughs> UFC that I remember was like UFC 4, where it was like no weight classes. <laughs> and it was this wild. big fat guy against this 90-pound guy, and they just lay on each other. And I was like... I can watch this on channel 99 all scrambled up. I don't need to pay for it. It just, it wasn't good. This is entertaining. It, I've enjoyed it. I've become a fan. Not of McGregor, because no. in my opinion, he's not a fighter anymore. I tell you, my favorite fighter right now is Thug Rose, because she's a she's a technical beast, 
and she's very quick and she's very good. And so when she knocked out her opponent, who was a who was a Chinese champion, when she knocked her out to get that belt, like I immediately texted you, like she did it because that's what I've gotten into. I've now gotten into watching these people this way. It's it gives you everything boxing is not giving you right now. It gives you the it gives you for the most part it gives you the ending you want. It gives you the knockout. We're not going to decisions and everything. There's nothing worse than going 12 rounds and watching a decision in boxing. That's not that's not what I'm paying for. When it was the the Friday night fights or whatever that was come on ESPN. Right. Oh, cool, a decision. No, I in America now you want instantaneous results and a knockout. There's a reason why we watched bum fights for years on the internet well, because you just wanted to see somebody get their brains knocked in, and that's what it gives you in a safe way. Well, remember, a very safe way. A three round, fifteen minute fight because you know they're all five minute rounds. Except for a title fight. Title fight goes five, five rounds. rounds. There you go. Five rounds, five minutes could go 25 minutes. That's where your stamina has to be a lot better. Most every time, by the end of the fight, we all know who won. Like mm-hmm. We'll all talk about it and be like, oh, yeah, that was a 10-8 round. That's a 10-9 round. There's not a lot of controversy like you get in boxing where you go, that guy got hosed. Oh, there's a technicality there. I don't know. I would score that one 10-9 lows. No, you don't get any of that crap. So for anyone who thought, and I think a lot of it comes down to the haters, before we get to uh, following the science, Let's check out Josh. Josh, you join us right here on the Audio Fun Bag on the Fan. How you doing, Josh? Hi, Josh. Hey, guys. Go dogs. Um, two quick questions for you. Uh, first question is congratulations on getting your uh, Audio Fun Bag podcast on terrestrial radio. And the second question is now that Matt and Chuck are moving to the 2 o'clock hour, are, they going, are you guys going to uh, redo the song to open the show? Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. Okay, first Thanks, off, first, first off, off, good question. I, I love the throwback to Sal. Two quick questions, <laughs> and then he doesn't ask a question. question. Right. It was fantastic. Josh, well that done. was very well done. Secondly, I've already been on the phone with Kali. I was on the phone with Kali last week. I'm like, hey. We need to re-record here, man. I need you to get back in the studio. And he's apparently got some kind of cold thing going. There's, there's like three letters to it or something, PFR or something. Something that kids get. It's like a long-term two-week illness yeah and so he's suffering with that day like his family right now is down in florida he didn't go it's not covid lear stop <laughs> anyways don't hey, wish that on that he's man got, he's got the throat herpes <laughs> um but i've already talked to collie and he is going to re-record it's two o'clock on the dot it's four o'clock on, on the, the dot. dot and he said we'll give it a shot and if it sounds bad we'll just own it and it is what it is so yeah we are going to alter that that's a very question, very though. astute question let's get to uh follow the science from my heart and from my hand why don't people understand my intention yes science bitch science make sure you always follow the science so if you've been following any of my tweets and i don't suggest you follow all of them because sometimes they're just food stuff or now, sometimes you stuff. get drunk really late at night and you start going down weird avenues or you start attacking people that are building your house oh no i will attack <laughs> any kind of, oh man anybody that does lows wrong if you're a company that does if you, lows did, wrong, if you did me wrong we're going to have it out <laughs> and all these companies then, then turned into like hey man can you just dm us i'm like uh uh-uh. we're gonna do this out in the we're open. Gonna do this out the we're open. gonna do this right here so like when you're getting an argument with your wife or your significant other you normally Take are like Twitter. Can, no, you're normally <laughs> like, hey, can we not do this in the middle of the battery? Like, can we go home and no, talk I wanna, about I want to do it in the front no, yard. We're going to do this right here, right now in front of the neighbors. So what I had happened to me was my frustration. And the last time this happened was with the NC State baseball team where, and again, let's, let's put this out here this way. For anyone who doesn't know this story, you had a number of players 
that had tested positive for COVID-19. Yep. What you found out was, oh, look, here's one unvaccinated player that did. And then the rest on their team were all vaccinated players, which, of course, the NCAA then says, okay, you've got to follow these protocols, which they had to play with 14 players in one game in the College World Series. And before doing it again, the NCAA just said, okay, no, you're done. You're done. And my entire issue with it, as we're following the science. Science! Is that at some point, sports is going to have to make some sort of adjustment or just say what this is. If you have a vaccinated player, one who's been treated, well, then applying the same rules to that person is kind of counterproductive. So the latest in following the science is one. Bubba Watson, who announced yesterday on Twitter. This is his statement. I'm disappointed to announce that I will not compete at the Open Championship next week due to having direct exposure to someone who has tested positive for COVID-19. According to the PGA rules and the rules that are going on with the Open. Is he shot up? While I am vaccinated and have passed the required pre-travel COVID test, which means I'm negative. Not enough time has passed for me to comfortably join the charter flight and risk exposure to the other players and personnel on board. I appreciate the RNA's guidance and have helped navigating UK policy for such situations. Like many of you, I will look forward to watching the Open Championship on TV. He then goes on to thank the Open for for their ridiculous adherence to silly protocol rules where, so you had exposure, yet you got nothing according to your tests. Everything happened. And yet you're not allowed to be on a charter, a commercial, or any kind of flight to go over to the Open. And he actually thanks them. For was, their, their guidance. Was the thanks tongue-in-cheek? No. He says, for those wondering, the U.K. and U.S. COVID-19 guidelines are quite different. Getting on the charter or a commercial flight was not an option available to me after my recent exposure. I don't make the rules, but I do follow them. See, that does come off tongue-in-cheek to me. That I don't make the rules, but I do follow them. Because you have to... Every organization has set up, whether it's the NCAA or PGA Tour or the U.K., everybody has come up with their own guidelines. NFL has done it. We talked to Mort about it last week. Everybody's come up with their own guidelines. Yes, some of them are dumb, but that's the guidelines that the Players Association or the PGA Tour has decided. Hold on, hold on. The Players Association did not agree or or negotiate any of these with, like, the NFL. That's that's the contention so many players that do take issue with it. It's like, wait a minute, you just came up with these convoluted rules that actually, from a standpoint of playing on Sunday or Saturday in all these sports— we are going to continue to have people pulled off the field who, vaccinated or unvaccinated, test positive. And we won't treat them any differently. Or, in this case, in this case, treated, vaccinated, not in, um, did not test positive, is still subject to exposure protocols. So I did take physics. Like, the reason we do follow the science because I took physics three times in high school. And, science! Thank you. And only passed once. But you can still spread it, correct? If you have it and you're vaccinated? Yes. But if you're negative tested, I'm just saying that ultimately if you're going to, you're going to be pulling athletes off the field all year long. And this is, and what I've said and what my frustration with this is, it's now an industry. It's a billion dollar industry. It's not going away. So this is just something we're going to have to deal with as sports fans where it's going to be a random Saturday when your running back can't play because, oh, they weren't, they don't have anything. They're negative, but they had contact with somebody who had exposure. I truly thought this was in the past. Like, I really no, thought this was last year's kind of minutia we were going to. I shouldn't call it minutia because that's not right, and I don't even know what that means. 
stuff we were going to go through. Like Saban. Saban last year almost had to sit out two games. The Georgia game was the Auburn game. Yeah, he had a false positive, and then he had an actual positive. I really was hoping we were going to leave this in the past and we weren't going to have to deal. After the the vaccine is a perfect example of why that is not the case. This is this is now what it is in sports. And so if I was to follow the science, science, that's just what it is. All right. See, I like follow the science. It works for me. Close it up. Follow the science. 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 Is that going to be like the journalism thing? Journalism. Science. 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 All right. I hope this is working out. But just in case it doesn't, it's not. I have a list of side gigs for Hoyt to consider. None of them are truck masters. That's coming up next on the Audio Fun Bag. Hi there, it's the final segment, Audio Fun Bag. Tell them the time and the day. Okay, time is 7.51. Thank you. On, I've already done the show. That would be on Monday. Thank them for listening. Thank you for listening. And then you also have to tell the station that we're on. On the fan. Okay. 680 and 93.7 FM. So I've now, I've hit the whole checklist. Cellini would be so proud of you right now. All right. I did time, show, station, day, and the thank you. This burp is still in my throat. It's really been messing with you. <laughs> You've been talking about burping for like 20 minutes. You're like, I got to get this out of me. This is why Chuck doesn't drink monster. Well, the sugar. And he doesn't. <laughs> the sugar. <laughs> I know. This is sugar free. This yeah. is good. But this is why I'm not supposed to drink while I'm on the air. Um, I mean, I'll consume it, but just not a lot. And I drink a lot of water while we're on the air. It's going to come out right when we're like 30 seconds in there. Oh, I feel so relieved Would now. you please not burp into the microphone? <laughs> that would, like, you have done such a good job of being enjoyably sophomoric, but not like sophomoric, sophomoric. I'm trying. I'm fighting. Like, I don't burp thing. into the into the microphone. You know that feeling you get when you've had too many and your mouth kind of starts to water? That's what I've been going through for the last 20 minutes. But I'm fighting this thing off. And you know what? If I burp, burp and rally, we're going to keep going. You're going to go home and tell your wife about how I just did my first audio fun bag radio show. And now I need you to take care of me. She'll like hug you, put your little blanket over you like you've been through some stuff. One of those blankets <laughs> that like the marathon runners get, like the silver blanket. Either that or like the ones when they like take hostages out of hostage situations. Oh, yeah. Why do we have to wrap them in blankets, like they, by the way? What is a, that about? They get, they're get they worried about shock. So they wrap so them in a blanket. So a blanket helps you when you get, is that why we put babies in blankets when they come through the, you know, the womb and everything else? Have you ever seen the weighted blankets they have? Uh, my wife has one. It's 25 pounds, 25 pounds. And all I do is fight with that thing every single night. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Because it's supposed to be a certain or a different level of comfort. It's supposed to make you feel like you're in a tomb or a womb. Or a womb. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's supposed to simulate, hey, I'm back inside mama and it's time to sleep. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. How about this? How about I just lay on top of you and you can sleep like that? That sounds hot. Okay. I have a list for you. Yes. And of, of all things, I was going through my typical websites and what I like to find stuf on and the hub. Yes. So I'm on the hub. I'm looking at the most aggressive stuff I can find because that's just the way I am. That's, that'll get you prepped for the show. <laughs> and so this showed up randomly on the Penny Hoarder. Okay. You know what that is? I have no idea. It's a site for, and this is what they say, make money, save money, budgeting, debt, retirement, credit scores. It's like your all-encompassing site for if, you're, if your goals are these, we can help you here. It's like Clark Howard's website. Yes. A lot like that, except, you know, a lot of data. It tells you to fly out of Alabama. So, for instance, a commuter, uh, it does give you all these different ways to have a side gig to okay. make more money. Okay. For instance, you can earn up to $69 an hour as a small business owner. 
It says, can you open up Excel spreadsheets? Does earning $69 an hour sound appealing? How about the freedom to work remotely while others succeed? Those are the perks of working as a bookkeeper. This sounds like too much work or one of those things that I would pull off of a a light pole or a light post. How about this? Get a free $80 for playing this cell phone game. That's up your alley. No, I see those on the side of the road, basically, those little signs that say $500 a day as long as you do this. That's bubble cash. You're all into phone games. Uh, That would work for you. That one I could do. Only on the toilet I play them. All right. Well, hey, thank you to Matt Lear. I need more side gigs. I'll give you some more as we go on, off the air, or even tomorrow. Okay. I mean, There's a, a big list. I got 50 of them. I'm just only able to... 50? Yeah. Become a mystery shopper. There's a lot of stuff out there. Can I just become like a sugar daddy, or what? what is a sugar daddy's hookup? I don't know. Sugar mama? Side piece? You Can need I to be a side piece. Can I just become like a cougar side piece? All right. That's going to do it for us, for Los and Hoyt. Thanks for listening to the fun bag. Here, you send us out, because that's what you do. What? Oh, I think I'll get the burp out. Hang on. I've got 20 seconds to get Don't this burp, burp out. No, I can get this burp Say out. Say bye to the people, and no. that's it. <laughs> it's almost there. Goodbye, people. <laughs> it's going to come out. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required.